in a world of video stores and late fees. When movies ain't what they used to be, one podcast will change the world. They will embark on a journey to look at the good and bad movies from the golden era of home video. And things are about to get nostalgic. The VHS will rise and screaming will fall. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Dave, this has got to be the worst promo I have ever heard. No, it isn't. If you're going down the route of the video trailer, man, Dave, I want a training montage. Coming soon on a podcast near you. If you listen to one podcast this week, then you're probably listening to Joe Rogan. But if you've exhausted all of the podcasts, then the VHS Strikes Back is one to try. episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I am one of your hosts, Chris Phelps, my co-host and very good friend, Mr. Dave Horrid. Hey there, Chris. It's great to speak to you for our semi-bonus episode. <laughs> <laughs> Deliberate pause there. So, you know, we just decided we just can't wait a full week before we talk a bit more about Bachelorette. So what's this bonus episode all about, Chris? Well, Dave, we've had quite a few people saying to us, you know, can you do another show of sort of reaction to what's happened after our initial review? We don't want to really tread over anything we've gone and talked about previously. However, we do want to expand on some stuff that has come to light. We've got the social media interaction from all you wonderful listeners uh, on all our social media channels. We've got uh, Twitter comments. We've got Facebook. We've got emails. Pretty much what we normally do, but we're just trying to split it slightly and also because it's a week in between each show, Dave, we used to do them every day, aren't we? And we're like, we can't do and just not talk about it for a full week. You know, especially when we get so many people saying, look, can you not do another follow-up one? So here we are. This is the follow-up. It's a bonus one. And we're going to keep doing this every week now, aren't we, Dave? Just doing a couple of weeks just to keep our eye in. And also, to, we, from what we do on this show, we can actually call ourselves out if we were wrong as well as the week's gone on. You know, I'm thinking... Fucking hell, we'll be here all night. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, where do you want to start, Mr. Horrocks? Well, uh, you know, and this is a bit of an experiment because when we do the Love Island stuff, it's a juggernaut, isn't it? So every day you're getting new content. And so we uh, will discuss each new show. We'll give whatever our opinions are on that show that day. And the emails that we get in are usually about yesterday's episode. Whereas for this one, we try and give our, our take on it as soon as we can. So as soon as that uh, episode is aired, we jump on the mics and then give what we think about it. So it's like an instant take. But what I've noticed, you know, and this is our second episode, isn't it, of doing this weekly reality TV show is the conversation doesn't stop there, does it? No, <laughs> you know, no. across and, and, you know, the scale of Bachelor is just so much bigger, isn't it, than Love Island. So you know, it's it, it's been amazing, Chris, and I've had my conspiracy wall here working out all the different things and trying to track all the different conversations and things going on. So, 
you know, there's just so much to discuss, you know, 24, 48 hours and, and longer after the episode. So we're just going to play about, you know, it's, there's nothing set in stone. We'll just play about with this format and, and see how we go. Now, the intention is, the first thing we'll want to tackle is, if you guys email us in with something, we'll discuss those emails. Um, we'll go through the emails and, and uh, have a chat about any points that are raised in there. Um, but, you know, since this is the first one, <laughs> we're a little bit light on that. But Chris, I do believe we have an email. <laughs> we do, Dave. And it's from our good friend, Lauren. So this is her take on it all, Dave. And I've got to say, it's a great email. There's a there's a little comment in the first paragraph where she does say we have a touch of class, Dave, which I do think is, um, yeah, we have no class. But anyway, let's, let's read it, Dave. <laughs> <You know. laughs> well, thank you, Lauren, for saying that. So here we go. Absolutely love the et coverage, Dave. You can see the et, bachelor et, but she just called it nice, abbreviated nice. et. I like that. Down uh, with the kids. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Across from the pond, as I'm sure you know, we Americans consider anything said with an English accent to have an extra bit of class. Lauren, look, we need to have a chat. There's nothing classy about me and Dave <laughs> at all. But anyway, thank you very much. So, so hearing you call out Claire and a group of... Bumbler's bullshit feels more sophisticated than the usual sarcasm we American Americans employ. In fact, I love you guys so much, I have an idea for you. Could you expand to two episodes a week on The Bachelorette, Dave? As if by magic. On one recap and one mailbag of emails, reviews, social media. Lauren, we had discussed this, but I think you'd give us a little kick up the backside to actually do this, so thank you. Or even guest interviews, if you can get them. Please do a crossover with Rose Pricks and Game of Roses. No, we are a couple of pricks, Dave, so she's not far wrong. I know you have started a Facebook group, but as Facebook is the evil empire that saddled us here in the US with the orange parasite, I, like many other angry US citizens, screaming into the void. Does she mean Ronald McDonald, Dave? But anyway, deleted that terrible platform from my phone and life. A couple of comments on the last fabulous pop. Please tell me you also noticed that Claire and Dale speak to each other in an absolutely disgusting baby voice. Never noticed, actually. That makes their romance so cringe. If you haven't noticed that before, I apologize because you'll never be able to notice it, uh, not notice it now. Also, I missed having you comment on the bizarre Claire role-playing as a therapist date with Jason. Handsome stranger with an apparently dangerous past. It sounds like some crappy B-movie, that, doesn't it, Dave? Did you hear this? <laughs> sounds like one of your fucking movies that you love. <laughs> yep. Just if right it's got fucking martial arts in it, you'd be fucking all over that. His name's Jason, and he's got a past. Yeah. Did you, did you hear his letter to his past self? In concern, in concern, concern may have witnessed or participated in murder or something. Granted, I too may have screamed at being forced to divulge my deepest secrets to a total stranger and also millions of viewers. Finally, spot on call about Claire and her prom date dra trauma. She did in fact go. She had a terrible haircut. Maybe that was the real <laughs> wound she was suppressing by forgetting entirely. Keep it up and consider an encore second episode. In Facebook, we don't trust. Now, Lauren, inspiring me and Dave, and thank you for the email. So, Dave... There's only one thing out of that email, and there's a lot that Lauren said, and it's brilliant, but there's something that we both want to talk about, and we both said it on the show, Claire's prom night, Dave. <laughs> so I think it was I think it was Lauren who tagged us in as well. So this is where my eyes started to open up into, oh my God, the amount of social media chatter on The Bachelorette is like nothing we've seen before. And um, we got tagged in. And uh, it was like the 
the CD reality cast calls the bullshit correctly. And I was like, oh, what's this then? And there's a picture of, uh, it turns out that basically there's a, a picture of Claire when she's younger, she's all dressed up and stuff in what looks like prom gear with a guy. So the woman who'd posted this had said, you know, it was her husband and basically she's full of shit. And Claire had responded back to this in what I felt was a slightly condescending way. She said, oh, no, it's not as if there's only one dance at high school. This is from something else. And, you know, this is from a different dance. And what the hell is she doing with, you know, her husband's old school dance photos in? And that's the bit that I thought was a bit condescending. And you could say, well, people are taking pot shots at her. So she's well within her rights to bite back. And I, I I couldn't fight too hard against that, but I kind of feel like if you go on one of these shows, you're putting yourself out there and you have to take the rough with the smooth. But um, it seems, Chris, in latest revelations, the the original poster there has, has backed down and said, oh, yeah, this is this was from a different dance. So Claire could probably or possibly have been telling the truth about her prom. Now, I have my own thoughts about this, Chris, but what do you think of all of that? Dave, I'm going to quote a famous TV show from a long, long time ago. And people over in America will not get the reference, but there's a famous Is it, is it from RV the same pet? It's not David, actually. It's from <laughs> a, a the best probably TV sitcom ever, Only Fills and Horses. And the lead character, Mr. Derek Delboy Trotter, is in the pub with Mickey Pierce. And Mickey Pierce is telling him a story, Dave. And all of a sudden, he goes... <laughs> He goes, you smell that? He goes, what, what? He goes, you smell it? Hmm? He's going, what, what? He goes, yeah, it's bullshit, Dave. I smell utter <laughs> bullshit. I'm telling you, if this show was a fictional thing, then she can say whatever the fuck she wants. But she's so fake and transparent, and it's unbelievable. I don't believe it for a minute. Whether that bit is true or not, obviously it's proven that she probably was right. Ah, Dave, come on. She loves being the centre of attention. There's no way that she was not there at the prom. I am guessing this is my opinion. I could be completely wrong. And if you want to call me out, no problem. But watching how polished she is and that, Dave, I don't believe for a minute that she has not been at every uh, show at the school. She's been there singing, dancing. She's been doing a lot, hasn't she? Let's be honest, Dave. She is an absolute fame-hungry person, and she just wants to be front and centre with everything she does. And, and if... You know, the rumours are true and she goes and she does find true love, then fair enough, I will happily put my hands up and go, you know what, no problem. But everything she says, Dave, and, and I watched it again today with my Sam because Sam's not watched it this week and she had it on and she said to me, she went, she is so fake. And then she's going mad, Dave. Revelation, She was my Sam was sticking up for Yosef, Dave, going, go on, Yosef, get the bitch. And I'm like, oh, my God. You're well in it, so... <laughs> So, yeah, it's amazing how you people see it from different sides, but I just think it's all uh, fabricated bullshit led by the producers with Claire. She knows she's so experienced at this format. Fair enough, she's made a career out of it. Good luck. So she makes some money out of it, fair enough. But this as a story and then attacking, not attacking, but she's going at people on social media. It's going to happen, Dave, isn't it? People are going to hunt stuff down whether we like it or not. Yeah. Um, right. So, <laughs> Sorry, I went off a bit so, there, didn't I? No, Sorry. no, no. So I'm trying to I'm trying to think now because I was I, I was the one who originally said, right, that's fucking bullshit. Listen, Chris, 
Claire is fucking fit, right? (laughs) (laughs) She's always been fit. And let's face it, gorgeous-looking people get an easier ride in life. That is my hypothesis, Chris, and and I've I've not seen in in my 40-plus years anything to sway me on that. And I, I just immediately, as soon as she said that, we have to think about, you know, why was she saying that? I'm going to wobble slightly on my original bullshit prediction, though. Because when when she said it, right, I just thought, there is no way. I can believe something happened, you know, some turn of events that resulted in her not ending up with a date for the prom. The prom is like a one-off event, isn't it? And actually just, you know, proms are now a thing in the UK, aren't they? I yes, never went are. to prom, Chris. I didn't you know? know. You know why? Because there wasn't one. <laughs> no, me too, Dave. But yeah, my daughter, uh, daughter's left school and they had a prom. She didn't go, actually, Jordan, because it's not her thing. But yeah, there, were, there was a prom, Dave, very American. Yeah, it, and it's come over, hasn't it? And also the prominence of, of like Halloween as well. That That's, you know, something we've borrowed from uh, or taken from the American culture. And, and you know, I, th- I think it's great now. But... So something has happened, but it's not as if she's been this kind of ugly duckling that no one wants to speak to. She brought that up because the guy who she was speaking to, I can't remember, was it, was it Jason Riley. or was it, was it Riley, was it? I think it's Riley, yeah. Okay. Whoever she was speaking to, they were saying, no, it wasn't, it wasn't him. Because it, it was, it was someone who's, who's like tall and, you know, well stacked now but they were saying they were really small in school and they oh you know, it wasn't sorry uh, i'm thinking about yeah. sorry riley was reenacting a prom night with a one yeah 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 to silent boys to men kind of thing yeah yeah i think i think it was jason whoever yeah. it was and they were saying they had a really rough time and so she jumps in there because she's got to compete then we know people like this, don't we, Chris? <laughs> you know? We do, David, you've yes. Had, you've had something bad happen to you? Well, I've had something that's worse than that, yeah. you know? And so the, whether she's actually been or not, the fact is she's trying to she's trying to manipulate the situation so that it's like, my, you know, you should feel sorry for me because, you know, I've, I, I feel your pain, but also my pain is worse. So... I don't actually give a shit anymore whether she's been to the prom or not, Chris. She was trying to use that situation. And, and the, the, the parallel I can draw with is when she goes over to the guys and there's like five seconds of silence. Chris, these guys have been in quarantine for fuck no, since fucking March or something, right? You know, not only the fact she is a bachelor veteran, right? And I don't mean, I am not making any reference to her age. She's been on multiple fucking shows. She's very au fait, very comfortable with the cameras being there and playing up to the cameras. These guys aren't. (laughs) So she sits down, has that five seconds of, of silence, and then she cuts short her date with Bennett to, you know, go and have it out with the other guys. And the fact is, oh, Bennett didn't get a second bite of the cherry, did he? He just got fucked off. Don't know what happened to Bennett there. And everyone's like trying to uh, come back with, with something. And it's only when Dale says, hi, I'm so sorry. She's like, Dale? Oh, oh, come on then. Let's go. Yeah. So, you know, but my point is going to be that 
if she's recounting that story to someone else, what she would say is something like, you know, I'm sat with a bunch of guys and just no one wanted to speak to me, Chris. No one wants to speak to me. Yeah. That, yeah. Uh, and, and so framing it in that way paints a picture to the person who's listening that doesn't reflect reality. And so that's that's what I think of that whole situation now. No, uh, yeah, and I agree. I, I think you've put that absolutely perfectly, Dave. And looking at the Twitter interactions from the episode as well, we had a great, well, we've had about two or three really, really interesting tweets, Dave. We've had one from uh, Anne Raymond. She cheated. Uh, we put the episode up and said you know, another one in the bag and she come back with more like it's trash in the can. What a train wreck. Can't wait for Claire and Dale to leave for their happily ever after. <laughs> Can't really argue with that. And, um, and we got Kerry anti, anti Kerry, sorry, Dave. He said, I'm thoroughly enjoying y'all getting wrapped up into Bachelor Nation. The Bachelor season is going to be a wild because there's no one quite like Claire. You've already picked up on her flair for the theatrics and her impulses. In a, and her impulsivity is what makes her TV gold. And you know what, Dave? Whatever we think of her personally, she makes the show. Because you, when you watch stuff like Big Brother, when the ones you fucking hate are on there, and even Love Island, look at Anna last year on season five in the UK. We detested her, didn't we? She had a really, really bad attitude and just was just really, really a bad friend to Amber. But as soon as they left, Dave, like the ones like that, you're like, that's fucking shit. Amy was another one. Once you were Curtis, she's a pain in the ass when she was on there. But when she left, you're like, oh, fucking great. Yeah, it's just like everyone loves each other now. We don't. We want a bit of, bit of something, don't we? So I think that, <laughs> that's the thing with Claire. It's careful what you wish for, isn't it? We don't know how the if you know if and when this new bachelor bachelorette comes in, what she's going to be like. So that that's quite an interesting little um, subplot, I think. Yeah, and and look. As much as I, you know, we're calling Claire out for a, what we think is bullshit in our personal humble opinion. It's fucking great TV, Chris, because I am all in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, and if she was just some shrinking violet, it'd be shit. It's fucking brilliant when she's fucking tearing strips off Brandon and you know she's biting back at these guys because she didn't fucking because they didn't ask her out in five seconds. It's fucking brilliant, Chris. I'm loving it. It is. And so my Sam had said before, because I was in one room, she's in the other, and she's going, I can hear her going, is she for real? And then I heard her say something, and she went, oh, fuck. And, and I'm, so I'm thinking, because we have like um, rooms together by a door. I have my man cave with all my games consoles and everything, but we have just a window dividing us through the doors. And I just popped my head up looking and thinking, am I getting a bollock in here? Because I didn't know whether I was <laughs> getting told off here. And then she shouted to me going, that is bullshit. And she was going on about Brandon and, and the way she reacted to the guys where she kicked off, as you've just said, and then Dale come and she, she was saying like, oh, that is fucking nonsense. So childish. But then when she got rid of Brandon, the fucking car was already waiting. So she'd obviously already told him, well, he's going anyway, whatever happens, get the car ready. You know, he's off. So I didn't even pick up on that, but yeah, it, it's really, it's really interesting to get the female side of it. Cause obviously Dave, we try and just be completely down the middle, but we will have a natural male bias. You've said that before on this and, and I agree. I just think the guys are all wet lettuces. I really, really do. And and they're all so fucking fake. It's unbelievable. But also, that's what the show's about. So that's why we love it, Dave. And I, honestly, I just want to say something quickly. So you said about The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, how big it is. Now, in the UK, The Bachelor and Bachelorette are nowhere near as big as Love Island. Love Island is huge yeah. in the UK. It's absolutely 
a juggernaut. Honestly, anybody, I mean, really, we're probably too old to watch it, but anybody like sort of teens to sort of mid to late 20s, they are completely wrapped up. Most of them are wrapped up in Love Island. No matter what you do, they get involved. And we, I mean, I brought you into this world because I've watched this stuff for years. And it's, it's something that I just carried on and carried on. But in America, obviously, Love Island is in its infancy. And The Bachelor is the, it's just like a flip in it. In the UK, The Bachelor is something people watch, but it's nowhere near getting the coverage that Love Island is. It never has. It's just something you watch on there sort of satellite TV, whereas this, mm-hmm. this for us and the reaction we're getting and from a lot of the uh, American listeners is fantastic because it's, I'm going online looking at shit and I'm reading stuff on Claire and I'm reading stuff, I'm trying to, <laughs> then I'm thinking, don't ruin the show, Chris. I've really got engrossed in it, Dave. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, and, and I've listened to a few podcasts, you know, that that like Lauren's mentioned and, and trying to understand, you know, sort of, how many are out there chris there are fuckloads and a lot of them are really polished you know but i i I like to say this with all of the podcasts we do we're like the wayne's world (laughs) we're just the disruptors (laughs) we don't give a fuck we say what we want and uh you know we're not going to be selling out to advertising or anything like that now just in other related news chris you do sound really clear tonight What do you mean? Are you baby? using a, a new mic? Because I've got these new headphones from. <laughs> <laughs> Funny you should say that, David. Yes, I am. I'm using the uh, official note. No, I mean, we've said that, haven't we, ourselves? We've, we, we, I'm not bothered about stuff like that. We, we genuinely, it, it would just ruin the show. If we're not ourselves and we're not fucking effing and jeffing and, and just being two friends like we're having a drink together, which we do when we do most of these podcasts, Dave, don't we? We'll have a drink and, and just chat. We, we live 200 miles away from each other, but with such good friends, I can envisage your face when we're doing things and when we're laughing and things like that. It's so good, Dave, isn't it? It is. It's such a good laugh with us both. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> Fuck you, Dave. Anyway, right. The last tweet I want to read out. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I want to cut across you there because there was so much packed into Lauren's email. I felt like we just skipped over that a bit. But I want to pull up the whole baby voice thing because I don't know. Did you on your no. second rewatch? Did you did you notice that the whole no, thing between honest- Claire and Dale? No, honestly, I didn't. And I'd I'd read obviously Lauren's email. I honestly didn't pick up on it. Um, yeah. Have you ever done the baby voice? Have a fuck, Dave. No. <laughs> you know oh, what? No. I, I fucking... Go on. Oh, Go you on. Have... You better fucking <laughs> tell me. Come on now. I can hand on heart say it. No, I haven't. I, I happily tell my wife every day, you know, we love each other and all that day, but there's no fucking stupid voice. So go on, Dave. The floor is yours, my friend. <laughs> you, know, you know, Chris, I often use the phrase of buttock clenchingly embarrassing, yep. but it seldom truly resonates <laughs> like some some stuff like this and and you know thinking back you know to when i was kind of 18 19 with my first kind of serious girlfriend there yeah I, I remember doing the baby voice and i just i just think back now and i'm squirming absolutely squirming but i i have to hold my hands up no. it, it, yeah yeah you know what dave i've never done it i mean that but i work with a couple who I'm still good friends with now, and they pretty much don't listen to this podcast, so it doesn't really matter. But when I work <laughs> with them about 
God, it must be 20 years ago when I started working at this company. And I'd, I'd gone from my first ever job to this place. And anyway, the, the, the woman I work with, she's a lovely woman. They really are a lovely couple. I'm getting that in there now, Dave, just in case they do listen to the podcast. <laughs> but they are. They're really good. And she was really good. She was like my boss and she really looked after me. And, and he was the top salesman in like, the office. So we, I was a buyer, the purchasing. She was purchasing. He was the top sales guy. And because they were married and they got together through work, Dave, they'd have like um, an extramarital affair and stuff and got together and, and they're happily married now. They're lovely of each other's lives and it's dead nice to see. But she would talk across the office, Dave, sometimes when he'd come home. She'd go, oh, he's so cute, aren't you? You okay? And he'd be sat, everyone would be oh, sat there going, oh, my God. And she'd do this like... It's almost like Alvin in the chipmunk's voice, which I can't do, but she'd be be like, oh, hello, you okay? And he'd be like, oh, my God, that is just fucking cringy. You know what I mean? And I really hope they don't listen to the podcast. Well, there you go, Dave. Um, And everyone used to say it. And I, you're a great couple, and they still are, so I really mean that sincerely, but... Fuck me, Dave. We used to be sat there. Everyone, you saying buttock clenching, Dave. Fuck me. I used to have to make sure I didn't follow through when I fucking heard <laughs> to do that. It was horrendous. Yeah, so it's pretty bad, isn't it? But and you know, it it doesn't make mine any more cringe or, or any less cringe. But I, it was never in public, and and I was always reflecting what she was doing. Uh, but it still it still doesn't excuse it, and it still I, honestly my sphincter is clenched. There ain't anything fucking. It's watertight, you know. I'm so embarrassed about that. But anyway, but no, no, Chris, no, 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 Dave, don't skate over that. Let's skip over that. Bit. <laughs> <laughs> Moving right along. Okay, Dave, go on, come on, Dave. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm going to fucking regret telling you that, aren't I? <laughs> fucking, yeah. The anyway. voicemail message I'm going to leave for you now, right? <laughs> <laughs> you, are you okay? No, yeah, fuck <laughs> off. Right? <laughs> the other thing that I noticed, and, and when we're going through the emails and, and uh, social media as well, I'll probably, probably pick up on things as well because we, we don't... We don't prep uh when we give our instant reaction as much you know as, but there are certain things you know we might go ahead and miss and and one of the things that um lauren had pointed out is the whole date that uh claire had with jason when they ended up uh, it seemed to be on some sort of beach sort of situation didn't they and they ended yeah. up throwing the rocks you know in uh, you know writing things on the rocks so, so we we skipped over that. We didn't discuss that one at all. So I just want to ask you, you know, what what did you make of that? Bear in mind, this is first date stuff. You know, she's asking him to put out his deepest, darkest secrets, you know, write a letter to your younger self, you know, and, um, you know, what did you make to that whole thing? Dave? I'll tell you what I made of it. Now, you're pretty good at doing this voice because of our other podcast, The VHS Strikes Back, but I'm going to do it anyway. So the way they painted it, Dave, and we like to go back, as we said at the top of the show, and I did do the little voice, the daft um, VHS video man, you know, the promo guy, but it just <laughs> felt as if it, we were watching some shit 80s movie, wasn't it? You know what I mean? He's a man on the edge, let down by his parents. He doesn't want to get married or meet someone. He's got secrets. He is. Jason, (laughs) that's terrible. I know, but however, that's what it's like. It's just like the 
who gives a fuck? Everyone's got secrets. People have commitment issues. People have stuff going on in their lives that they don't agree with. I mean, he called that his fucking parents and went, 35 years have been together. Should they be together? Oh, Chris. I don't Jesus know. Jesus Christ. I, really, I know that was really bad, Can that, you... Dave. Right. I would like to think, if we're on reality TV, probably most of your family will end up watching. Yeah. You know, unless you're doing it in secret. Can you imagine? In the fucking Jason household. They're like, come on, Jason's on TV. Come on, let's get the popcorn. Let's get... And he calls out that. You'd be like, fucking hell. Thank fuck for lockdown. I hope they didn't have a bunch of people over. Yeah. <laughs> Mixing in the households. I was just like, what the fuck? I didn't really appreciate... I, I, I think it was a shit date, right? I, actually, let me take that back slightly. It's a shit first date. <laughs> you, yeah. you can't be putting someone in that position in a first date. Just enjoy yourself in a first date. That's what that's there for. See if you've got any instant chemistry, anything like that. The deepest, darkest secret stuff, you know, can come a little bit later. So I, I just thought that was a bit weird. I love the 80s fucking action hero comparison, though, because it's like, I've got secrets. I've seen things <laughs> that you wouldn't believe. <laughs> <laughs> that was your Steven Seagal on it, Dave. Yeah. Get my pies out of the oven. No, so you know, no, but you're right. I, it is. I thought it was fucking weird, though, Chris. If you were t- right, let's do this now. And, and again, no prep, Chris. What would you write to your younger self? Stop being a cock. <laughs> Shut your mouth. Sometimes <laughs> let people talk. Because your mouth gets you in a lot of trouble, Chris. And, and it does, Dave. So that's what I'd probably tell myself, uh, my 20-year-old self. So I, I would probably... So 20 years, so that, that's where we're drawing the line. So I, I would probably say, Dave, there's a difference between being smart and being a smart ass. Just know the difference. Yeah. I, I'd also probably say, you know what? You're not actually that bad looking. Cause it's going to get a lot, a lot of hell worse in the future. <laughs> <laughs> But you know what, Chris? You know what I wouldn't say? You know, when, when I write down what have other people said to you, I wouldn't say, yeah, I've been called manipulative yeah. <laughs> in the past. It's like, hmm, the first eight stuff. This is not, you're not leading with your best foot here, are you? No, no. <laughs> uh, I, I just thought that was a weird move. But we all, the, yeah. the thing is, and, and I don't know, I, I'm kind of split. I'm like 50-50. On one hand, I just think, Whatever the conspiracy is, and we'll maybe touch on the conspiracies a little bit later, the chemistry between Claire and Dale is undeniable. Now, we can speculate as to why that is, but that is undeniable. So I'm, on one hand, I'm enjoying the drama. On the other hand, I'm thinking, well, it's a bit of a foregone conclusion, isn't it? You know, we, we kind of know the end results. So I'm struggling a little bit to get involved in this. But on this date as well with Jason, you know, they... They throw the rocks, you know, with the words on and stuff, and it smashes the rocks. And Claire says, this dress, you know, this dress that you all know, everyone knows, everyone here should know, because I hope you've fucking done your homework, because if you're not, big foreshadowing, you're going to be in fucking trouble. But this green dress you should recognize from Juan Pablo's season, and this means nothing to me. Chris, this means nothing to me. This dress that I packed... (laughs) <laughs> on my way to Palm Springs, packed it pristine. I brought it out on this first date of ours 
because this date has gone so well, I'm going to cast this right into the fire. What do you think I say to that, Chris? You had it premeditated, you fucking <laughs> blagger. That's exactly well, I was, what I was, was going to just say bullshit, to be honest. But yeah, but yeah that, that works as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's fucking horrendous. It, it is. is. Oh. It is horrendous, Dave. And just sort of something I wanted to touch on, Dave. We had another tweet from our good friend Sherry as well on uh, Twitter, at Retop, Dave. Quite a good little name there. But great. We were talking about how we're going to do an extra episode, and she's put, great idea. We'll be good to watch the episode, listen to your thoughts, and then have time to agree and or disagree. By the way, I agree. Strip dodgeball would never fly had genders been reversed. Disappointing double standard. Now, funny enough, Dave, I did say, I think, Sam did mention something before we came on air, and I said, I might be wrong here, Dave. I don't think there was much um, backlash from Samantha when they were down to the duds, Dave, doing the old volleyball. I may have to find that out <laughs> for the next episode. But, yeah, I mean, it wasn't anything too much. And obviously, I ended up being a hypocrite and calling myself out in the space of about 30 seconds when I realised that, we, as you'd said, we couldn't really have the car wash and stuff on Love Island, Dave, or the bikini. So... <laughs> I you don't, shut you up don't want to lobby too hard, do no, you? No, no, let's not lobby too hard. I'll, <laughs> I'll try and be morally outraged when really I'm like, Chris, as I've just told myself, Dave, 20 years ago, fucking 20 years later, I'm still fucking opening my gob and not fucking engaging my brain. So there you go. <laughs> so so it is interesting. So, you know, I've seen on Instagram and Twitter and stuff, I, I think opinions are divided, Chris. I, I think I've the majority that I've heard is more in your initial line of thinking in that it's a double standard. And, you know, if the roles were reversed and it was The Bachelor and he was getting all these bachelorettes to strip down to their fucking suzzies, (laughs) then then there'd be outrage. I I just don't know. I, I just think, like I say, I've made the Love Island comparison. You could say, well, Bachelor's supposed to be a bit more classy than Love Island. I just don't know. I mean, the thing is, she didn't really have to ask twice, did she? You know, a few of the blokes just like that. Yeah, hey, let's get them off. And um, so I, I don't know. I think I see this is going to come on. I, I, I'm going to read out a, a message we got on Instagram. Um, and this is from Lauren as well. And, you know, we just asked people if they've had any thoughts on the on the series. And it says that they're giving Claire a villain edit. Uh, basically, as kind of a revenge move, you know, because she, she's so into Dale. So I, I kind of... That's an interesting perspective because I I said on episode one, didn't I, that it was a strange move to put all of the fallout in those clips in episode one. You know, Claire, you've just blown up the Bachelorette. You know, such a fucking scripted line. Um, and I think they, I think they might be just trying to find the worst bits of Claire to save their own face. Yeah, yeah. You you said this to me, Dave, didn't you? To be fair, you'd actually said this. It's it's going to paint a picture. They've got to tell a story as well, haven't they? Yeah. So maybe she'll come out while this is on and try and defend herself. And if if it's proven that they've pulled a fast one, then fair enough, Dave. But she isn't coming across very well at all. Not not in any no. facet for me, in, in any of her delivery. Nothing is sincere. Um, even the stuff on, on online, she has the right to go at people because we would do the same. But I think sometimes let it play out and then when she has left the show and it's imminent, it's looking like it could be the next episode, then 
put your point across. Whether we believe you or not, I don't know. But but at least that way, it doesn't look like you just. You mean she? I mean, the thing is, you don't know what she's getting, Dave. She might be getting. She probably is. I'm saying she might be. She's probably getting absolutely bombarded online by social media. People tagging her and saying they don't believe her and all that sort of thing. So we'll just but see how you, it plays you, out. You, you're going to have someone to manage that shit for you. You've yeah. got to have someone filtering it. The the amount that's coming through, you can't read all of that shit. No, but no, I, I just particularly with the strip dodgeball. I think was was that Claire's idea? Was that the show's idea? Are they trying to paint her as this fucking randy, <laughs> sex starved cougar? You know that that's like just she wants to get the lads to get their kit off. You know she, Chris, is she basically Stifler's mom? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, and yeah, I can kind of get behind that. They're intentionally playing her up in that way. But, you know, again, she's, she is that fucking veteran, isn't she, of, of the shows. This is not her first show. This is not the first time we're seeing her. So, you know, I think it's six of one, half a dozen of the other. I have to say, one of the rumors and complete rumor out there, actually, Chris, I've got to tell you about two rumors that I found out. One rumor is they already shot episode one before lockdown. So the reason you have that really unrealistic uh, first meeting with Dale, you know, it's like, oh, you know, I feel like I've met my husband, you know, a bit superficial love compared to what, you know, how you dealt with Brandon. Um, so, but that, I don't know if I believe it, but that's one of the rumors that's floating out there in the in the Bachelor verse that you know they'd all kind of met already, and then obviously lockdown happens. No one knows what the fuck's going on, but they have to get rid of all the cast, all the crew, and everything, and basically start again. What do you reckon? Yes, I think you're right. I think you know that make more sense. I think Dave, and why there is the familiarity with people like Dale and stuff. That would make complete sense. And the stuff about Claire's mum and things like that that she'd released. Is this stuff that they've talked about on the show and it's just been edited out on the first episode? to Because to, they're trying to keep the continuity, aren't they, of the whole thing? Um, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think, I think that's probably the, the right call. Now, the other rumour that I was going to say about is apparently the producers already had Taisha waiting in the wings ready to go. So it's actually scripted that there was going to be a second Bachelorette right from the start. What say that to you? Well, I would say then, uh, what you've just said about the rumour about them filming, maybe she didn't want to come back, Dave. And contractually, she's got to come back so they tell this story about how she's found true love with Dale, which is the way it's pointing, and they've had to bring somebody in. That's how I see it. Is you know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm, I'm giving current a bit slack here, but maybe she's acting even more than she would have done. And I know she, we've never, I've never seen her on the other shows, but maybe she's acting more than she would have done, and it, it seems more scripted because maybe it fucking is. Maybe this is just a case of we need to tell a story. You can't just leave. Um, we haven't got time to do it because of the coronavirus and all that, and that's why it looks even worse than probably normal. Yeah. Because it, it, a lot of it does look like bad soap opera acting, doesn't it? Yeah. And, you know, again, we've... Honestly, Chris, I don't think we'll ever know. Because, obviously, we've we kind of alluded to. The, the other thing out there is that, you know, there's no way that 
they weren't uh, Claire and Dale weren't sexting or something, you know, yeah. at least texting before the uh, before the show because the the chemistry is just it's just abnormal, isn't it? You yeah. know, you meet thirty guys, but it, it's so obvious that you know she's got only got eyes for the one bloke, and you can say about the way the editors have cut it, but you, you know they only cut the footage that's already there. So, you know, I think it's six of one, half a dozen of the other. But what do I like to say, Chris? If it looks like a duck, it quacks like a duck. It's a fucking duck. Yeah. <laughs> so it just it just all kind of lines up, doesn't it? But it just, Chris, this is like JFK. This is why I've got my conspiracy wall here and <laughs> just fucking I'm obsessed <laughs> with this. So, no, it's absolutely brilliant. So, um, Chris, anything else from the Twitterverse? No, that's it, Dave. I think I'm all social media out, and we're we've actually gone, we've actually gone for it tonight. I didn't think we'd go this long, but we've we've matched oh, our word. It's, second it's 40 episode, minutes, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so it's um, been a good one, this. And guys, feedback to us as well, because like I say, this is a bit of an experiment for us. So we're just seeing how it goes. If it's shit, we'll bin it. Yeah, <laughs> you sick like of it, it we'll, we'll we'll carry it on. So we'll bring it from uh, Facebook, where our new group and our um, you know, we're slowly building up that following, and thanks so much to Charlene for for running that for us. And the first message we've had a, a few messages, but I'm just going to pull out a couple. So this one's from Charlene herself. So it says, "The more I learn, the more I think she really did her homework on the pre-announced cast of Hopefuls. She figured out each one what their weaknesses were, how to best come off as super empathetic to each one, etc. She sensed." that she had a hard time socially in school. She sensed that another guy had a rough childhood. I literally cannot stand this woman, who I initially had good vibes from. The bullshit meter is going off the charts. (laughs) I can't (laughs) disagree with any of that. Um, And yeah, yeah. Again, I keep coming back to that thing with Jason. It's like, I've seen things. <laughs> you, yeah, know, you just wonder what have you fucking seen, son. Um, but anyway, um, so D Reader, she says, I read some comments by Claire's close friend, Michelle Money. What a fucking great name that is. Um, she says that Claire and Dale never once exchanged texts or DMs, and she never spoke to Dale or met him before filming. That's strange that the best mate would say that, but um, (laughs) (laughs) she said, never happened fake news. I know another person who says stuff like that and uh, (laughs) not that reliable a source. She was impressed by Dale's social social media account and did not look at it to get, and and did look at it to get to know him better before they met. I can kind of half buy that. I think the truth might be somewhere in the middle there. Um, it goes on to say, Claire had to decide whether to fake it for the season with guys she wasn't into or leave with Dale once they realized they wanted to be with each other. So Claire leaves early and all the guys that came out to see her get to know her uh, and she wasted their time. But production was already very prepared, having a backup bachelorette ready to go pretty quickly. Rumors are that they saw what was happening from the beginning and decided to roll with it for the drama. They quickly had a new gal ready to meet the guys um, that were left hanging and move on. So again, you know, it's all around this conspiracy. You know, 
I've heard people say, you know, we'll eventually find out. Um, I'm not so sure. I, I personally, I don't think we'll ever find out. Um, because again, when Claire's on her sixth season of Bachelor, she doesn't want to cut her own legs off. She, you know, she she needs to keep this cash cow uh, going. So, <laughs> no. probably going to get some abuse for that. Um, yeah, I, I don't think we'll ever find out. But there is definitely something there, isn't there? I, I think people are, are sniffing out some bullshit, Chris. Definitely, Dave. Definitely. So, Mr. Horrocks, amazing, amazing episode. Thank you to everybody. This was a tested episode, Dave, and we've definitely got legs in it. But like you say, it's purely something that we're doing as a prototype as such. So any feedback is welcome, guys. And if you want it to carry on, get your emails in as normal. You know, we, we didn't know we were going to do this after we recorded earlier this week, after the initial show reaction. But we genuinely want to do this towards the back end of each week. And uh, anything you get in, Twitter, social, you know, social media, emails. So if you want to go to our social media channels, at CD Reality Cast. If you want to email us, cdrealitycast.gmail.com. And as always, get over to your podcast catching up, a one-star review or a five-star review. We'll love them all. We'll read them out. We call each other out, and that's exactly what the show's about. And the revelation that Mr. Horrocks speaks in baby voices to people has made my evening. Don't you worry, Fuck people. you. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got anything to say, David, before we go, babe? See you next Tuesday. <laughs> no. right. Well, I can't say as yeah. If you want to listen to a podcast that is more sophisticated, the Bennett's loafers, then probably don't listen to us. But if you can, recommend us to a friend. Get us out there, join in the conversation, and and we'll definitely you know we we love that interaction, and we'll you know we we've actually gone a lot longer, like you say, Chris, than than I thought we would tonight. But um, yeah, we'll we'll deconstruct all of this in our kind of midweek bonus episode great stuff Dave so we'll see you all next week bye now bye